Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold. We are back right here at the Dustin Gold Standard at pain.tv slash gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Nugget. Ladies and gentlemen, you obviously have noticed that I have been missing. I went on a five-day hiatus, and with good cause, folks, with good cause, yes, my wife, Maggie, the strongest woman I have ever met, gave birth to our beautiful baby boy, William Christoph Gold, on November 13th at 7.12 a.m., ladies and gentlemen. So let's give a big round of applause to Magdalena and our baby boy, William, folks. It was the most incredible experience of my entire life and i want to thank every one of you who reached out at pain.tv slash gold on twitter on telegram via email text message everything else it's truly humbling i mean we just started this show a few months ago we had just gotten into the swing our schedule of putting out a show every day just over the last two months and a lot of times with podcasts Versus when I used to produce YouTube content uh, for other creators, other journalists, uh, we would get a medium feedback because we were doing live streaming shows and people would text chat and say, I hate you. I love you. They'd ask questions. And when you're podcasting, I'm talking into a microphone and into a camera and I put up the video pain.tv slash gold and I upload the audio and then you're looking at the analytics and you're like oh this is good the show's growing people are listening to me uh, I'm generating some revenue off of um, the advertisements or off of subscriptions so I'm able to put food on the table we're able to keep the lights on I can continue doing the show it looks like where it needs to be uh, but you don't really get immediate feedback and all of a sudden I got hundreds of upon hundreds of uh, emails and communications and prayers and well wishes from all of you. And folks, it, it's truly, truly, truly humbling uh, that there are so many folks out there that actually care. And so I thank you very much. And I love all of you. You're like an extended family. I haven't heard from you, talked to you, met any of you. I mean, most of you. Uh, but know that I care about you, and that's why I do this show in part, is to be able to educate you about what's happening, where this came from, where we're going, how we can avoid it, solutions to it. Let's be realistic about it and have real discussions about it. And so um, I thank all of you. So if you hadn't have a chance, i got to say this. It's my first day back. Please leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment over there. It helps drive us up the charts. We were growing 
growing every day. The last five days, obviously, the numbers have slipped because I haven't been here doing shows. Um, so please do that. It really does help. I thank everyone who has shared this. You can join us at pain.tv slash gold. Get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast as well as the Mothership, the Thomas Paine podcast. And you get access, as I've said before, to a Facebook-like website and app where you can communicate with like-minded folks, start groups on there, just like in Facebook, talk about corruption, technocracy, transhumanism, gardening, solutions, whatever it may be, investments, finance, uh, everyone is there to help each other out. There's a lot more positive back and forth than there is arguing. And it's not really echo chamber stuff because a lot of people are on there talking about solutions to problems. And we're going to start to really provoke those conversations more here at the Dust and Gold Standard over the coming, you know, 10, 20, 30 episodes. Uh, what I did for my returning show, folks, is. I told a little bit of the story about what happened with this birth. I've been gone a whole five days. My wife actually labored at home for 44 hours. <laughs> she was a complete and total champion she proved that she can kick my butt it was amazing we were surrounded by our loving and caring doula uh several of the midwives from our midwifery team came in and out and had to switch shifts uh, my wife fought and she battled as hard as she possibly could eventually we did have to transfer into the hospital i get into a little bit about that um it, was not what we wanted to do it was not in our plans but we had prepared for this over seven eight months folks we had spent hundreds of hours of research between the two of us classes courses reading uh meeting with people from our midwifery clients of theirs uh talking about different paths they took and so in the end we had a plan uh if we ended up at the hospital which was the worst place which is not where we wanted to be we knew what we had to do we worked together as a team there was some stress in the middle of the process but we worked through it and in the end we got the best possible outcome that we could get because we were prepared and because our doula who teaches one of the birth classes we took had trained us to be prepared for that system the rockefeller medical system and so we knew our rights we knew what was going to come flying at us we knew uh, informed consent and I was able to, when my wife was busy trying to push out a baby, make decisions on the fly uh, that ended up in a very positive situation. We gave up some of the things that we wanted in trade for a very positive outcome. Uh, sometimes you have to choose your battles, uh, figure out what hill you're willing to die on, and you have to compromise sometimes. And because of certain situations we ended up in, certain choices were narrowed down and certain risks came into play. And so I'm going to get into that over the next couple of episodes and teach you about our journey. I have my wife's permission to do this and be able to share that with you. So if you end up in a similar circumstance, uh, watching out 
out or caring for a loved one in the hospital in the Rockefeller Medical Complex, you will know uh, some of the things that uh, you should be researching and you should fully understand. It's going into battle, folks. And so I give all the credit to my wife and to our midwife team and to our doula and our teachers and everyone else who prepared us for this situation. I could not have done it without them. And I know my wife uh, could not have pushed for uh, 58 hours, folks. I mean, she wasn't pushing for 58 hours, but she was going. She was in labor for 58 hours. And so she is an amazing, incredible woman. And uh, she is a, she's just a warrior. And she gave birth to a healthy, beautiful uh, boy. I'm not just saying that. I talk about it on the show. I'm not afraid to say when a kid is ugly, folks. And somehow we ended up so lucky. I'm not bragging. But I'm bragging. I'm a dad now. He just looks like a proper little man. He's got a full head of hair. He looks like mom and dad. So I'll talk about that on the show. Um, What I did in episode 87 is I brought a book into this called Birth Without Violence. It's a book that my wife and I read uh, about two months into finding out when she was pregnant, a book that my mother recommended to us that she read before she gave birth to me. And so I think it's one of the most important books ever written, and it really ties into everything we've been talking about here. This book, is 100% opposite of the transhumanists, of the technocrats, of everything that we are fighting against. This is the book that you want to fight for. I never read it on the show because I was waiting to do it now. Uh, Actually, on uh, November 10th, my wife went into labor at 11.30 p.m. The next morning, she woke up on November 11th, I mean, after us kind of half sleeping throughout the night, and she her contractions were 15 minutes apart. And she told me, go downstairs, do the show, record the book, and get it out. She's really supportive of this show and wanting to see it succeed. And I said, oh, my God, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it. I never did it. I couldn't leave her side the whole time. I just couldn't do it. So now that we're settled in, the baby's healthy. My wife is uh, almost fully recovered at this point. She is so strong, folks. She's my Polish princess, but she's also uh, a medieval warrior. Uh, she's almost recovered. And so I broke away and I started to record and analyze this book for you. It is very important because we're going to be moving into eugenics, the history of eugenics and the sterilization movement coming out of the early uh, 1900s, late 1800s. It ties into technocracy. It's very dark material so i figured let's bring some light into this conversation and let's start to define what it is that we are fighting for because we can't always be fighting against something we have to be fighting for something and this book is all about natural life and natural birth and love and so i bring this into the conversation don't worry i'm not going soft on you because i'm a dad now i'm going to show you what it is what is the flag that we are fighting for this is it folks this is one of the best books ever written And so I start to analyze this, and over the next couple of shows, I'm going to get into our personal experiences dealing with the hospital, what we were up against. We were put into COVID isolation because we refused to take COVID tests, you know, treated like animals. And so 
it was fine. We knew how to battle the system. We had one of our midwives and our doula by our side, and I was able to uh, basically bounce things off of them as different risks came up, different situations changed. So I'm going to go through that entire process with you, and this is real, true human intelligence from someone who obviously walked into this situation educated on what I was facing, but I'm going to share with you my personal experiences about how I dealt with it. So folks, there are some people who reached out oh, about a month or so ago that wanted to donate to the show. Uh, I get into uh, on this episode how uh, revenue works on the show. I'm very transparent. A lot of hosts won't talk about this, but I talk about the business model behind what I do because I want to be transparent with you. I'm not a scammer. I'm not a grifter. I'm not a paid influencer. It's all supported by you and the ads, obviously by you because you have to listen to them. So people said they wanted to donate. I never put it out there. I'm a little shy when it comes to that. In past shows that I produced that were YouTube-based, donations were sort of a common part of the business model. So we gladly accepted those. In this case, I haven't done it, but I know Mike Moore put one out there now because he's dealing with some censorship on some of the platforms we're working on. So I decided finally to launch it because some people wanted to donate some stuff or send a gift to our son. I'm just not comfortable putting our address out online or in the public uh, part of the show because there's obviously people that probably don't like me. Obviously, it's not a secret. I'm sure people can find my address if they wanted to, but I'm not. Uh, I'm just not going to put it out there. So, if you want to send something to my son, I set up. It's donorbox.org. That's D-O-N-O-R-B-O-X.org. Donorbox.org/slash Dustin Gold Show. And if you want it to go towards the show, or keeping the lights on here, or equipment that we're going to be buying to do some documentary work, or if you want me to use it just to put food on my table here at the house because this is obviously my job my career right now um, just give a donation if you want it to go into a little fund for our son or for us to buy him i'm going to get him some cute little suits and tuxedos and stuff so if you want it to go towards that just put a note in the comment for william and we'll make sure that happens folks i'm totally transparent i'm not using this to party drink do drugs or anything else like that everything goes to build the show and to uh, help grow William's future empire because everything we make from this point on is going to go into building our homestead. That's our plan over the next, you know, two, three, four years. And then over the next 15 or 20 really is building up a homestead to leave behind to William. So if you folks want to do that, I really appreciate it. I thank you very much. Uh, and on that episode, I'll explain, you know, how revenue works on the show, because this is obviously now my job and the show is in its infancy. We're starting to grow, but hopefully I'll be able to uh, make enough eventually to cover the bills in this house and be able to put some money aside to build this homestead. And then I can do this instead of taking on uh, other work. I'm in the process of working on some website contracts right now uh, to bring in additional revenue. We have some added expenses because we did end up in the hospital system, which was not our goal. We had prepaid out of pocket for all of our midwife and doula services. And so there's some added expenses. 
expenses. So if you want to kick in, I really appreciate that. If you don't, that's fine. Just continue to listen to the show and leave us a five-star review and a comment over at Apple Podcasts because that helps us as well. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it very much. God bless you, William, and God bless you to my beautiful wife, Magdalena. I love you both. Welcome back, folks, to the Dustin Gold Standard. I'm Dustin Gold right here on pain.tv slash gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Nugget. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.